Welcome to the Selling Without Sleeves podcast with me, Sarah Jolly Jarvis. I'm here to share with you real life stories from high performing salespeople and business owners, as well as my own insights and learnings around what's working well right now in the sales world, telling things like it is without the sleeves. Hello and welcome to today's podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Jolly Jarvis, and I'm here today to talk to you about your quarter one. So we are now into March. Um, so, you know, January, February, March, make up Q1 of the year. So exactly what has been going on for you? How have you been performing? How, is, how have things been going? Um, you're likely to fit into three categories. Um, it's either going okay, it's going really well, or it's going not so well. Um, and that's what we're going to talk around today. But first of all, I wanted to give you a little quick update on what is going on in the Selling Without Sleeves world. So I have been busy working behind the scenes with lots of really talented people, super fortunate off the back of revenue generated through clients coming to me off referral, money that I've had to invest into the business from doing the challenge last year, et cetera, et cetera. I've been in a position where I've been able to get some help in to uh, work through the sales funnel. So working on my book sales funnel, which the, so the funnel will support the book so that when people purchase the book, um, they're going to have different opportunities, different options to, to do sort of upsells and so on. And then, you know, come through to uh, with an opportunity to get to know me a little bit more, um, take them along that sales journey um, until, you know, they're in a position where they feel actually, yeah, I want to work with you in some way, shape or form where they will then be encouraged to jump on a call with me. So um, it's super exciting to be able to get that underway. At the same time, my website is being finished off by, again, a very super talented person, who uh, Jeremy, who will be working. I mean, hopefully he'll be working then onto my membership site so that any resources, any members area um, stuff can be hosted on there. So definitely isn't a finished finished website when the website is completed ideally by the end of the week which we're all aiming at you know there'll then be things to add on to it and it it is a work in progress um but the bare bones will be there um i remember having a manager who um was a very opinionated guy thankfully and likely to listen to the podcast um you know he was always like there were some very controversial things he said and did, um, but for some strange reason, I actually really enjoyed working with him. And one of the uh, comments that he made was around something being 70% there. If it's 70% there, it gets the information across. It's good enough, um, not you know, not to do you a disservice, um, but you know, the extra 30% is time potentially wasted? Um, you know, if if the bare bones and um, you know, the basics are there. So um, they definitely are there on the website. I've been able to get um, the copy guy that we have in-house uh, working on the, the copy for that as well with me. So um, I've been really fortunate to to get all that up and running and in place um, whilst I've been able to take more of a back seat um, and enjoy B3. So there we go. Um, so that's basically what's been going on. Uh, as far as the book's concerned, it's into formatting. Um, I'm waiting on um, a formatted uh, version, which is very exciting. So I can see what's going on with that and, and what it looks like. So um, all very exciting there. That's it as far as sort of backgrounds concerned at the moment. I'm busy, busy. And as I said before, I'm looking to return to work um, mid-April. So um yeah, that will be, it's really not long off now. I think like, oh, all of a sudden it's kind of like creeped up. But anyway, 
And let's crack on with the business stuff. So as I said, quarter planning. So, you know, first of all, I wanted to touch on, you know, why do you plan? Why do you have a plan? Why do you have a quarter plan? Why do we have all these targets and all these requirements to work to? Um, You know, particularly if you're working for yourself, you know, it seems all a bit like, well, it's not like I've got a team to brief. It's not like I'm Google or Amazon. Um, you know, why am I doing this? Well, why you're doing it is because you've got that bigger why, that bigger reason that you're aiming towards your three to five year goal that you've got that you want to achieve. And in order to achieve that, you need to break that down. Yeah, everything needs to be broken down into small manageable chunks. I remember reading a book once, uh, Touching the Void, um, where this guy had to hoik himself across a glacier he was you know the the whole idea he basically broken his leg and then his teammate had to cut the rope and drop him down into yeah um basically a giant crack in the ice and they thought he thought he was dead so basically he went home and so he was left out on this glacier and had to get back to a camp and so he couldn't walk so he was having to drag himself by his hands and um you know the idea of having to drag yourself across the entirety of this glacier was a little bit too much for him I'm not surprised. So instead, he broke it down into manageable chunks. So, you know, I need to get to this point by here. And then that way, you know, he wasn't overfaced by the enormity of the entire situation. Um, and just for information, um, yeah, he did manage to get back. Obviously, that's how he managed to write the book. But it was, you know, it was a really good example in real life of how you need to break things down. And, you know, training horses, training for marathons, doing all sorts of different stuff. Um, You need to break those tasks down um, and understand what you need to be doing to get to that point. Now, I wanted to touch on um, the why, because if by now you're feeling a little bit disillusioned, you're feeling a bit like, oh, you know what, this plan can wait. The potential is, is that your why isn't big enough. It doesn't have enough meaning for you. A lot of the time when I work with people and they want to get to this six figure business, they get there. And actually, it's all a bit shallow, and it's actually not remotely what they were anticipating it being like. Um, And they don't get that fulfillment they thought they would. And so it's kind of back to the drawing board then on what they want from their business. So if you're feeling a little bit lacking motivation, then, you know, you've either not brought that why to life enough, you know, you've thought I want to earn X amount, but actually you haven't put into context what that would mean, what you would be doing um, in that scenario. Um, or it just doesn't resonate enough with you. You know, things move on, people move on. I was talking to a client a couple of weeks ago and I was saying to them, you know, what what do you want to do this for? You you want a certain figure a month, but what do you want to do? And they were like, well, you know, I want to live in a, a really big house in the country with lots of land. And I was like, aren't your kids leaving out? Aren't they like leaving home? Yeah. And I was like, so how does this big house fit? And they realized that actually the 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 target they had, this goal that they'd had, it, it wasn't actually their goal anymore. It was the goal that they'd had for themselves 10 years ago. And, you know, you need to update it. You need to get real when things change, um, that your expectations and, and what you actually want out of life changes. Um, and so, you know, we readjusted that to look at actually what she wants to do. And, and hopefully with that, there'll be more focus because you it, it means something and it, it really sort of plucks at your emotions, plucks at those heartstrings and, and gets you um, motivated and fired up to, you know, on what are sometimes really quite rubbish days that makes you get out of bed and keep on carrying on, even though, you know, you're not the most motivated or inspired at the time. So um, that's worth bearing in mind. 
Okay, it, it basically it keeps you on track. Um, at the end of quarter one, it's a milestone towards that bigger why, towards that bigger picture. And if you can keep yourself um, on track, then you're, you're way more likely to achieve that goal. And if that goal, if you're thinking, oh, well, if I don't achieve it, I don't achieve it. It's just not big enough. And you want to figure out what is going to motivate you and what is going to help you to achieve those things. It, you know, life is way too short to uh, to be wasting your time um, on things that you're not passionate about or don't give you that fulfillment. So moving on, that got a bit deep, didn't it? Yeah, it did a bit. Anyway, you've got three options basically at this point. Looking back at your January and February figures um, and your, you know, the milestones, the, the goals that you were wanting to put in place, the activities you were wanting to do and the things you were wanting to achieve where are you with them are you are you ticking them off now you know I mentioned traction I mentioned the rocks I mentioned the different focus points is that where you're at is that you know are you on track with those or have you got yourself a little bit behind now you know whether it's going to plan whether or not it's doing really well or whether or not it's not doing so well and you know you're not performing as well as you hoped in q1 um the, you know the the, the the point is is that you're going to start in the same way you're going to review what's going on um and why and yeah and you know what you can focus on to make a change or to use that momentum okay so breaking it down into the three elements they're going to plan they're not going to plan um, and the the doing really well. Um, how do these these things change? Now, if you're looking at it and you're thinking, I have got loads of things outstanding, I can't possibly do everything in the time that's left. You know, so not going so to plan, um, but you know, not a total failure. Then look at actually what's a priority, what's important, and what time do you have. Be realistic with yourself. It's really easy when you've got three months stretched ahead of you to think, oh yeah, I've got plenty of time to do this. But actually, when you're when you're when you're talking in days, you know, thinking about the number of working days ahead of you till the end of the quarter, it isn't many at all. In fact, if I'm to get my little diary up in front of me, then you know you've got. 14 working days, 14 working days, one four. What can you achieve in that time? You know, I would be getting my diary out and I'd be looking at time that I can block off to do these different activities. Um, it has got down to that point. Why should you care? Why shouldn't you just let it slip by? Because if you don't hold yourself accountable at this stage, then things just continue to slip. You know, you're not teaching your brain, you're not teaching yourself, you're not training yourself to meet your own deadlines. I know it can be really difficult sometimes when you're your boss and everything else, but you've got to be disciplined with this if you want to succeed and achieve that bigger why, because you're going to get behind on your targets and you're not going to be hitting those milestones when you want to be. So, you know, you let it slide now, by the end of the year, you know, you've potentially lost two, three months worth of, of progress. So section out that time, be realistic with yourself over what you can do. And then have a look at, you know, what elements you want to focus on um, and prioritize first. And, and that would be where I would go with it. Um, you know, when I first started off uh, this quarter, I was going to be running a challenge at the beginning of uh, May. And I made the decision that actually I didn't want to. And I struck off a load of stuff, a load of activity off my Q1 plan because I'm not going to run one until September. And so that stuff doesn't need to be done till later on in the year. Did I do that to free up my time? No, I didn't. Um, it was a business decision based on the fact that 
putting out the book at the same time as running a challenge would be appealing to different markets, different audiences, um, and could confuse things and could really water down the impact of releasing my book. Looking at actually, do these things still serve me? Are these things still relevant? Particularly bearing in mind when lockdown's likely to um, to to stop, and and how things are, are expected to progress there within the UK in particular. So block out the time, prioritize the things that you want to get sorted, you want to get done, the things that aren't as much of a priority, you know, they're going to have to start in after those things are covered off, um, and potentially, you know, move into next month, uh, next quarter even. But you know, that is is one of those things, you're better off being realistic with it now, but you want to do as much as you possibly can. Let's take, start off with things are going to plan. Okay, yeah, we're ticking that box, and they're going as we hoped. Now, We've reviewed why and how it's going well, what's going to plan, what's not. Okay, so, you know, why we've ended up in a position where it's 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 on, on track. Okay, what can you focus on to build on that? What can you potentially do to make that a little bit more improvement? Wouldn't it be nice if, you know, rather than it ticking that box and going to plan, if you've got the resource, the time, um, the energy, um, maybe financially, depending on what your targets were, um, then, what you know, why not? do that extra push and get that little bit better so that you've got that momentum going into Q2. Where could you build on? What have you learned? Um, If you've obtained the clients and and developed the, the, you know, generated the income that you were looking for, um, how did you do that? Where did they come from? How could you replicate and do more of it? The best way to to figure out getting more clients um, is to look at where you got the current clients you know your your newest intake of clients indicates where where people are currently coming from equally if you want to if it's about growth then you know you want to be checking out a podcast which will be coming out next week which is from Doug um Doug and I were talking through um so Doug's an expert in um business growth and we were talking through how you can actually grow and you can generate more income in your business without actually getting new clients but maximizing what you've already got so um you know do be checking that one out if that resonates with you if you're not doing so well, well, let's do that one first, shall we? The not so well. Then, you know, it is a case of doing that review. Why not? What changes have happened? What's caused this? Um, you know, were your predictions way out? If they were way out, well, how come? Um, learn from it. You know, if you just pie in the sky, decided to pluck a figure out based on absolutely nothing, that would be an indication that maybe that's not the best thing to do next time. But learn from it. That You know, that's a, that's a really decent starting point not failure it's learning you know what's a feasible target and why if you need to review it if you need to think you know what I'm not going to strike a line through this and and, you know or delete it I'm not going to delete this and and write something else instead but I'm going to address my target what should that target be what can that target be and then you know what can I how can I make up the ground maybe later on in the year um, and be thinking you know future wise on that what could you do more of or try? You know, what haven't you done? What haven't you focused on? I was speaking to somebody the other day and they were saying about business development. And I was saying, well, how much time are you spending on business development? And it's very tricky sometimes if you're not quite sure about, you know, wood for trees. Um, how am I going to develop? What do I do? You know, like you sit down for your business development hour and you're like, actually, I have no idea what to do. I'm just going to rearrange my pencil collection. And that doesn't get your business any further forward. You're not generating any new clients. And so if you are struggling with that, then, you know, get help. 
there's information on my Facebook page, there's information in my group, or, you know, look to work with somebody like me or like somebody similar to myself who, you know, is focused in and, and that's what they do um, is they help people generate more sales um, and develop their business. If it's a client thing um, and you think, well, the clients just aren't switched on, they're just not buying at the moment, but they are still there, you know, figure out what's changed, speak to them, understand what's going on for them. Um, It's a great opportunity to touch base with them um, and speak to clients who you've worked with um, historically, who you've got a good relationship with and understand what's going on for them. Um, Obviously, taking into consideration whether or not they're a good sample of the population or or whether or not they're just a bit of an anomaly. It's always best to speak to more than one, but understand what's going on. You know, a good indication, you know, decent rule of thumb, top level stuff is, you know, if you've got too few inquiries, there's something not quite right with your marketing. It's not quite hitting home. It's not quite encouraging people. If you've got too few conversions of ideal customers, so you're getting ideal customers, say, on a call, or you know you're getting in, you know interest from your ideal customer, but they're just not converting, then that's a sales thing. There's a reason for that, and, and I'd be looking at your sales process for that and your sales conversations if you have them. If you're getting people on a call which they're just not the right sort of person for you, then um, then that you know again that's a marketing thing. You've attracted people. Your messaging is resonating with those people, um, but those people aren't the right people. So how can you change up that marketing and get somebody on a call who is um, is your ideal client, who you know is the right person for you? Finally, you know it's going great. I am smashing those targets for Q1. I've already gone way past that milestone, so it's a teeny weeny little dot behind me. Great. Why is that happening? How is that happening? You know, look at what's done well. How can you replicate it? Focus on that stretch target. So we talked around, you know, the aspirational stuff. So, you know, what what we're wanting to do at the end of the year, how far are you off that? If you're looking at that, you you might be able to be playing catch up with yourself, but how can you work with that and, and, and make sure that you're using this momentum? I always talk around sort of momentum around sales, around business growth. And, and you know, businesses do go through growth periods and then they tend to plateau and then they go through another growth period and it's normally down to having the resources and the support elements in place but you know how can you capitalize on this and what potential challenges might come from this um so that you can make the most of it and you can you can plan ahead so that you can keep that momentum going i i I liken it to a snowball but once you've got that energy going um, you want to keep that momentum going you want to keep that going you want to keep that snowball rolling and collecting more growth more business more customers more demand and and the supporting elements and resources that you need to keep that going plan your next quarter's figures you know, to reflect that boost. There's no point sticking to your previous figures if you're already smashing your way towards them. You know, and I speak to people who've who've had massive growth and actually, you know, they have surpassed by sort of like the fourth or fifth month of the year, their goals for the year. Um, And then it's like, well, let's review this. Let's look at what we can do next, what what we might need to to support this. Um, And, you know, take that opportunity um, whilst keeping that momentum going so you know don't just shut shop and think about it but keep doing what you're doing but understand why it's working and how you might be able to replicate that Um, it's a really really great situation to be in but again you know if you're struggling to understand um, a way forwards understand what might come next then you know get in touch with somebody um, and seek the help of somebody with you know the the growth resources that you've then got 
to to get them to support you through that next stage um, if you are unaware of, of what might be coming or what you need to plan for you need to you know speculate to accumulate you need to invest that money it's always very tempting to take it out and I was going to say spend it on a holiday but probably not not at the moment anyway it's all a bit unsure isn't it still but you know take it out and buy handbags with it you probably don't want to do that that's probably not going to be the best use of that little um the bonus boost that you've got basically guys in sort of summary what you want to be doing is you want to be looking at how that quarter's gone and why it's gone like that what actions you can take to get it back on the straight and narrow or capitalize on it and be planning you know looking at the, at the at the next step looking at how this fits in with that bigger picture if that bigger picture isn't inspiring enough for you if it's not the reason you want to get out of bed every morning then change it up figure out what what does motivate you what you do want to get out of this scenario and your business so that's it for me from this week guys as i said as i alluded to next week we'll be talking to i'll be talking to doug brown around business growth and how you can grow your business without just accumulating new clients um with new clients it it always sounds like a great idea but more people is potentially more clients to manage which is potentially more hassle Um, making the most and being efficient with the ones you've got can sometimes be the answer on that note guys i am going to leave you to go and have a little look through your quarter one plan and figure out where you are financially please do feel free to jump into the Facebook group or email me, um, sarah at sellingwithoutsleaves.com. It's really great to hear from you and hear what you are doing. Okay, guys, so thanks for listening and bye for now. Happy selling. Thanks for listening to the Selling Without Sleeves podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please head over to iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you're listening from to leave us a review. It's a good way for us to know what you like so we can create more of it.